Make more birdies. A bottle of bourbon, a little glass, and some ice. This is not a tip. This is a prescription. Trust me. Mm. If you don't, you will fall out of bounds. Welcome to Birdies and Bourbon. Sit down and have a sip. Welcome back, everybody, to the Birdies and Bourbon show. We're excited to have Jeff with us. From uh, I, so, there's some abbreviations going on in there. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it to you like I see it. The Rochester, New York Elite Barrel Pickers Club. How that do? That works. That's good. That's yeah. good. Cool. Very nice. Uh, clear, clearly, I haven't had enough to drink yet, uh, but, but but we're gonna work on that. Uh, so Jeff was kind enough to share um, share some of his picks, and just so you kind of know the setup and what we're going to do on the show, and, and I think uh, and Jeff's at a store, and we'll get into some of those details. Um, but but Jeff's kind enough to come and share some of his time. And for those of you that are wondering, and and barrel picks are very popular right now, and they're doing lots of cool shit. They're putting like these crazy stickers on them, and uh, you know plays on movies, etc. Uh, plays on COVID. Uh, there's all kinds of things out there but uh we're kind of gonna get a little uh i don't know if you want to say behind the scenes i'm i'm probably gonna start at like barrel picking you know for dummies which uh which is dan and me and me and me Mm -hmm. but uh you know kind of kind of how did you get started what made you want to get started were there any uh reservations did you is it like oh shit this is too much for me to take on lots of different things but so just so you know so we're going to go through and and all of these are barrel picks by um jeff and his club so we're going to start with the uh we're going to start with smoke wagon which is damn fantastic it just got released i haven't had yours yet but i did have just the traditional pour uh, or blend, and uh, it's really good. We're going to go for the Four Roses OESF coming in at one twenty four point six, and then, I mean, I, I send samples to people all the time, and it, so so here's what I got. So for those of you that are not watching on the video, it says rum. Okay, <laughs> yes, I'm sir. like I'm like I don't know is he is he like trying to dupe me on something? Are we going to pick what style this is? I don't know what's <laughs> happening. All I know is the other expressions. Uh, it was stated what they are. We had proofs on them, and then we get rum. So Jeff, uh, let, let's get into this thing, man. Let's do some tasting. Perfect. Let's. Uh, first, I want to go back before we taste. I want to talk to you about like one thing that you've mentioned. Like, how did you get into this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. I was tired of people chasing blends. Um, I moved to Rochester mm-hmm. <clears throat> about four and a half years ago, and all I heard was Blanton's Blanton's, Elmer T. Lee, BTEC, and I was just like, okay, this is crazy. Like there's other there's better things out there don't get me wrong they provide a good product Mm -hmm. but is it worth chasing and like standing in lines no i think and then when i had 30 group 30 guys um we had a local group here rochester whiskey enthusiasts we had a local group i was like i'm gonna spin off of you guys i want to do my own thing i want to do a private pit group and when i confronted a store because legally i can't sell Mm -hmm. i have to find someone that we can reserve bottles from and I reproached the store and I said, Hey, I think we have 30 guys. Let's do something. First barrel was Elijah Craig. Mm-hmm. Well, it took about 20 weeks to get in. And during that time he said, well, I picked the four roses. It was just Al Young and I, do you want that for the 30 guys? And I reached out to the guys and said, Hey, do you guys want a barrel picked by Al Young? It was, uh, it was the Chappelle uh, sticker one. Everybody was going crazy about it. Um, 
and it sold out in seconds. I was like, wow, <laughs> like 30 of us just did this. It was, I think the yield was like 168 or I can't remember off the top of my head. I was like, man, I think we have something here. And I know, and I always like the stadium. I'll shout him out. Prof Sarif out of Washington, DC. Um, I know him very well. And I, this is kind of how I <clears throat> started the group is basically what he was doing. And, um, he does his own thing. I do my own thing. And, you know, I've to this date now I'm at, I think a 350 members and a hundred wow. barrels picked throughout this year, uh, 2021 and 2020, we did 48. Wow. Um, but it was just all fo focused based on there's better stuff out there than the allocated stuff. Everybody's chasing the four roses I gave you. Um, is probably I've done eight picks of four roses, all different recipes, all blind. Um, I can go in line, you know, the smoke wagon was the good, the bag and the ugly. It was an eight year that just came in. Um, the Mike Tyson, um, that you guys have, and then I'll save the rum for later. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, we, we, we got some big news coming with that rum I hear. So, but, uh, besides this rum, I have other big news. Uh, this rum, it's my top three picks out of, I think 64 have been released in two years since July 12th of 2018. Oh, and wow. it's my top it's top three or top four definitely wow, um, wow. so so hold on so jeff let, let me let me back up for a minute because we're, we're going to give the rum it's due time that, that that's going to yep, be a big perfect. one I've, I've got a feeling perfect. so so let's say uh for for a novice or amateur like dan and myself uh i'm i'm i wouldn't say i'm good at drinking but i like drinking right mm -hmm. And, I'd back and, that up. I'd back that up. <laughs> and so, and, and and let's just you know, let's say, um, and and uh, you know, as as the show says, right, birdies and bourbon. I've got a group of guys I like to play golf with, and we take annual golf tournaments a year. Which you know, I'm kind of scratching my going. Well, wait a minute, that might be a good idea for a group of guys that play golf and get together a few times a year. You got kind of some memorabilia there. Now there's a monetary investment. And I don't, I don't know that we need to spend too much time on that. I mean, you can Google and you can find all the, uh, the in the weeds kind of shit on the stuff. But as far as like getting to know, so your first pick was Elijah Craig. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and you, so you spun off and you said, Hey, I'm going to go do my own thing. And, and you've kind of had, I don't know if you would consider, I didn't catch the gentleman's name in DC, but is, is he a mentor or just someone that you kind of followed and you, I kind of followed. So I lived in DC for 10 years mm -hmm. and Prov's name was all over the map in DC. And I knew he started Prov's picks and I was like, man, mm -hmm. that's pretty cool. I never thought I would get to where I'm at now. Um, and it's crazy. I mean, the local community in Rochester is just, they're hungry for bourbon, whiskey, rums, Armagnacs, uh, potentially tequila, potentially gin. Um, they're hungry for just different things rather yeah. than a good bourbon drinking glass. Mm -hmm. I mean, um, but Prav, you know, I hate to say it, but he, he definitely inspired me to, you know, pick up it, pick up a notch and try to figure out the community of where I was at at the time. And that happened to be Rochester, New York. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I see what he's doing with, uh, 1800 members. I wanted to kind of be a little bit exclusive. I'm a country club kind of guy. Um, I think I've played golf since I was three, tried to play on the, uh, I played on the NGA Hooters tour with, a bunch of guys and uh mini tours and mm -hmm. that got qu quit and <clears throat> that got uh axed 
pretty quick with uh, the economy in 2008 and nine. And then mm-hmm. I came back to DC and worked and then I moved to Rochester and then I found out this little hobby. And I, I hope we schedule this for two hours. Cause there's a <laughs> shitload of questions that we're going to have to get into. I'm so, good. All right. So, so you settled on Elijah Craig to begin with, right? Mm-hmm. I and I don't mean settled, but, but you, you elected to go yeah. with Elijah Craig. With, it was and, cheap. It was cheap. It was, okay. the, it, you know, 25, I think it was like 27 99 a bottle. And you have to deal with a hundred I think it was 196 was the yield on that first one at 30 guys. That's I'm not going big time for the first one. You yeah, don't yeah, know sure. what's going to. And then when people are like, wow, I want 20 bottles. I want 30. I'm like, well, yeah. thanks for, and then everybody got caught on, um, with the group. And so Elijah and then, Craig was your, uh, that was your gateway pick. Yes, sir. <laughs> and, yep. and, and now but, here, but our four, uh, the four roses came in before the Elijah. Oh, wow. Cause we waited. Oh, really? I mean, that's the problem. That's the yeah. problem when you, when you're dealing with uh, the three tiered system with distributors is it's the waiting game. Mm. You know, yeah. we, we were, we were, we were promised something in October. Right. We still haven't received it. So, mm-hmm. but, it, but, it, but it's, it's, it's not the distiller. It's, uh, it, it's the, the distributor. Uh, the distributor. That's the, yeah, that's the rep. Yeah. I mean, it can work both ways, but yeah, yeah, nine sure. times out of 10, it's the distributor because yeah. who knows? Yeah. 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 So, so how did you approach the store? Uh, so for the first pick Rochester, will you, yeah. you, you've decided on Elijah Craig prior to uh, approaching the store, correct? I did not. I did not. Okay. I, uh, I asked him what made sense as, gotcha. uh, financially, because if this yeah. went wrong, what is he okay with, you know, putting back got a shitlo- shitload of bourbon to drink. Yeah. And he, and you know, he, he's, he's the guy that is willing to take chances yeah. as I learned today. Um, it, like two years later today was the perfect storm. <laughs> I'll get into it later. Yeah. Um, and I approached him. I said, Hey, this is, this is a thing now. Uh, people don't want on the shelf stuff. They want private picks. It, it is. For- it, it, yeah. The, the whole sticker thing to me, and, and I don't, you know, I'm, I'm glad to see that, that the brands or the labels are allowing you uh, or allowing folks like yourself to do that. Because again, I mean, you think about smoke wagon, you think about four roses, I've got a bottle of, uh, uh, Santiago de Cuba, 11 year, um, you know, that, uh, that I picked up in Cuba, but I mean, there's a, you know, you can look at some labels and it's like, Hey, I don't know. You could probably work on it. You can look at some other labels and it's kind of like, Holy shit, that's the really nice package. You've got that in. And then for somebody to come along and stick uh, Mike Tyson on the side of a bottle, that's it's cool. like, are, uh, it, well, I think I mean, it's cool, but it, but are they like, Hey, you're messing with my stuff, man. <laughs> so, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll keep the store's name disclosed, but the, the, yes. Have I got a cease and desist? Yes, I have. (laughs) Um, I won't say what bottle I've gotten one, but it was pretty damn, you knew which one it was going to, I knew it was an independent bottler in Kentucky that was doing it. I knew that I had a good chance of getting a cease and desist once I came up with it. It just, it it spelled (laughs) decease and desist. Yeah. But I think a lot of people do distilleries hate it. Do they dislike it? I think it's a little bit of both, to be honest. I think they like the recognition of like, wow, this guy just tatered the shit out of this bottle. Um, first of all, I don't take, I, I have some crazy stuff that we do, but I, I pride myself what's inside the bottle first, sure. not the sticker. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. There's a lot of groups that, Hey, look at this, whatever. 
I do some cool stuff. I, I put my name, I put our group name on it and that's what it means most to me. Yeah. It's waxed. It's got Tyson. It's really cool. But, um, yes, there are a lot of places that once they realize, I think the one I got a cease and desist with 136 bottles. Once they find that out, look, we're a group at the time. We're a group. We're not a store. I was doing it through. This one wasn't through a store. It was on the side type thing. Cause it was an independent bottler. Right. And, um, once they heal here, it's not like tens of thousands of bottles or whatever. It's like a batch one or it's no, it's a single barrel. Yes. Was the lady that spoke to me a little perturbed? Yeah, probably. But they also get name. They get recognition. You know, I have a buddy that did, uh, the riff Patino, good friend of mine. <laughs> he was going, I mean, it was crazy, crazy on every social media platform. Crazy. Um, but I think, I think distilleries like it and they hate it at the same time um, because they see their bottle showcased. Wow. That's really cool. It's getting name recognition. Poor roses doesn't need their name recognition. I mean, they're killing it. I mean, that's my favorite distillery. Uh, most consistent, but I mean, there's, there's a couple times that I've done. There's another thing I did a side project of, uh, three, three golfers, that uh you might have seen um uh, one, of the, seen one of the though. one of the golfers i did um goes by the black knight uh, his <laughs> legal team wasn't too happy it didn't hit up my instagram but it was 30 it was 30 sets so yeah i mean it is what it is um i've been questioned a lot um i've gotten questions recently working with a store about are you allowed to do that we're willing to take chances um, as long as you're not covering up certain things of the bottle. Um, We'll keep on trucking away. Um, The worst, I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens, but uh, you know, the sticker game came out. I I mean, that's crazy. I remember when uh, two years ago when there were no stickers and people were just priding themselves on uh, private barrel picks. So, but as it, as it relates back to, the stickers. I mean, I, I think it's a ton of fun. I think it's, I think it's something creative. And, you know, one thing that I can see why a label might like it is that it, it allows for some creativity that may not be behind, or it, it, it's not that it's the, against their brand, but I mean, you know, you, you think about all these brands, right? You Turkey and Daniels and Beam. And, and I mean, you've got a history there, of, you know, of, of tens of years, of hundreds of years. I guess not hundreds, maybe. Yeah, um, it's probably hundreds, actually. Yeah. And, and, and they've got a story that they kind of have to stick to. I mean, think about, um, think about like uh, what Freddie did with Little Book and some things along those lines, right? I mean, he's, he's kind of veering off that path. But this really allows for someone with a, kind of a creative mindset to go down a road. And, and you're not staring the, the what's into your point, what's inside the bottle, which is why you're actually buying it. You're just adding some creativity to something that, that the brand really can't change. You know, I mean, it's like, I, I think I equate it to golf, actually. I mean, you're a golfer and think about what golf has tried to do for the past, probably 10 to 15 years. Maybe they tried to do it before that, before then, but I'd say in the past 10, 
think about how they're trying to get, you know, that, that new wave of golfer, right? Make golf fun, make it exciting. And I think that that's kind of a direction that this has kind of taken the bourbon road down is it's making it fun. It is. Uh, and, and, and I don't know where I got cut off at a minute ago, but like I said, I walked into the liquor store a couple of weeks ago and i typically wouldn't buy a bottle of bullet. However, the, 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 the sticker, <laughs> the sticker on the bottle of bullet, it was Pulp Fiction. And I fucking love that. I mean, that is like, that's one of my all. Right. What's what's on the back? No, this is a, this is a pick coming in probably like February, March, but if okay. you haven't done bullet, I mean, it's a, it's I, was, I was, uh, I was completely shocked that they're, I mean, their, their private barrel selections are, I was shocked. Wow. Anyways, I, keep going. Sorry. But, but I, no, I mean, I'm, I'm rambling a little bit, but it's, I mean, that's what we do here. And we drink and we ramble, <laughs> but, but I mean, in all seriousness, I mean, it's like bullet is, you know, I, when I think of bullet, I think about like, it's the Coca-Cola, it's the, it, it's, it's a label. It's not, a, it's not about what's on the inside of the bottle. It's yeah. about how many, how many logo, how many decals, how many places can I have my name on something? Right. So people just know, Hey, drink bullet. But when I see this damn Pulp Fiction sticker, and uh, you know, I, you got uh, you got Vinny, Vincent on there, and uh, you know, and my man Jules from Amsterdam, I'm like, shit, I'm buying that bottle, and I'm buying it solely on the sticker. Mm-hmm. Now yeah, the juice, so, the juice um, wasn't so bad. I'll I'll come clean. Um, I, I, so there's two things I want to talk. So golf related. I, I, it reminds me of like the paint fill that people do on their putters and mm-hmm. their irons. Mm-hmm. Like this is the paint fill tater, mm-hmm. like yep. uh, tailor made can't paint fill on mine or like I, I put with a Benardi putter, but it's all pink. I use pink tees. It's just a thing I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty, pretty interesting, but everything on the putter, it's all black, but it's all pink. You know, that's just a thing I want to do. I want to tater up my putter. Sure. But um, I have no clue where I was going to go after that. Uh-huh. Um, well, we, were, we were talking about how the stickers on the bottles is, is, is a way for someone to express their interest or their passion for that particular pick and bottle. Yeah. No, that's, that's, you know, if it's, if it's something that, look, there's a theme for all my four roses. Now that I have four roses, there's a theme on certain things. Um, you know, if we go to a pick and something gets brought up, then that's what we're doing for that. Um, I mean, look, at the end of the day, I could do no stickers. And I truly believe that all my stuff would, knock on wood, would sell through the group because yeah. they have faith and trust in what yeah. what I think is unique. Um, I know where I was going with this. So there was one, there's one thing, there's one, um, and everybody knows that my group, there's one, there's one project that we did that it was probably pick 20. Uh, I think it was like 20. It actually was 18. I think it was 18. Pick 18 was a uh, knob Creek rye. And, um, it was, uh, the Slimer and <laughs> no one, no one was on it. Like, I think we had like a hundred of the, maybe 216 i can't remember just 100 bottles which is fine you know the store that we do with he he knows it's not everyone's going to sell out potentially they won't they will great it is what it is so then i came up with the idea with glow in the dark wax i came up with the idea of a slimer so it's green to glow in the dark wax and i tell you what 
I wish I had 600 of them <laughs> because oh, wow. as soon as I came up with the idea, boom, like, yeah, like, and, and if there's any pick that I had a question about, um, because Knob Creek has a different program where you have to proof your proof down your own stuff when you get it. That was the only one that I questioned myself. Like, should we have done that? Is it going to come out? Well, I don't know because we're doing it ourselves. and thank God it was one of the better rides. I mean, we've done a lot of rides, but it came out really nice for the price point and everybody wanted it, mm. you know, mm. and that started the glow in the, I mean, I think potentially, I think I was the first glow in the dark wax That's cool. um, group. Um, but it was, uh, that was the only pick that I really, I guess I had, I wanted to tate or something to see if like a sales in me wanted to like to push it. Right. Um, but besides that, um, you know, I had 200 people, I had 200, just over 200 for the first two years. And then when a group of guys came to me and said, Hey, Jeff, I want to invest in a store and you know, COVID is around mm-hmm. sales are crazy right now at stores no one wanted to sell. And that's when I went to the store and said, Hey, how can we figure this out? Um, you know, he put something in front of me. I said, let's go, let's go to work. Um, you know, a lot of people in my group, when I first said, uh, I want to do like 50 picks in 2021, they're like, wow, that's a lot. They didn't realize we were at 48 for this year. So, <laughs> um, you know, I did have a lot of backlash when I, I should probably not have put a number out there. Yeah. But, look at the end of the day, no one's, you know, I have a new rule that I hope, you know, people, I don't need you to be in every release. You know, you're not going to be in every release because they're just going to sell too quick. Mm -hmm. You know, I have some that have sold in literally, I did a box set recently. I sold in 12 seconds, 45 sets. Wow. Um, What what was that? What did like a different, uh, of different labels and expressions or what? No. So, uh, I came up with a, sorry, I'm, so I came up with a box set with a buddy out of like, uh, he does a group in uh, Pittsburgh where we did a box set, um, where it's the honey or sorry, it's oh, yeah. the maple, the honey. And then it has us kind of like old school picks. Oh, that's cool. nice. Um, so we did a 13 year light whiskey, um, condition two 15 gallon, two gallon, 15 gallon barrels, two of them, one with honey, one with maple let it condition for a couple of weeks. And then we let it sit for, I think three weeks. Um, and it came out, the maple came out absolutely incredible. I'll send you yeah. guys a sample for sure. Yeah, um, the honey was pretty good, but you know, there's, that's the thing now is a lot of people are doing finishes. Um, yes, they are. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not really, I don't want to follow that suit as much as possible. I've had, he and I have talked about this for probably eight months now, and we just want to do something. Then honey, you know, once the first honey came out, I talked to him, I was like, we got to do something. He did the honey and then we had the maple, but it just took us a while to get started. But I mean, so when you're contacting and, and I'm assuming the contact point is you go to uh, fourroses.com and you, there's a single barrel page and you put in no. a butt. Now, how do you, how do you get a hold of them? Yeah. So that's why I started. That's why, you know, all these groups, um, you know, there are a lot of groups are going to places that allow single barrels from uh, 
the website or you call. Well, the fact that I was, you know, I'm with a store, um, you know, a lot of, a lot of the, a lot of the, um, distilleries still don't like barrel groups, but the fact that once you're joined with a store and you, you have your brand, like the Rochester elite barrel pickers are with X store, mm-hmm. um, you're, you're part of that store now. Hmm. And when, when my boss reaches out to, you know, the four roses, the Russell's, the smoke wagons, the whatever it's on behalf of the store. Um, it's not on behalf of the group. Once we pick it, it's going to go to the group first. And then, which is, you know, 200, 200 and I think seven people are local in our group. Uh, we do have a shipping license. Uh, I know. I'm wondering how we get a guardian membership in that thing to uh, help (laughs) help, help promote that. So we do have a shipping license in certain states we're allowed to ship. Um, Others, sorry, we can't. Um, So there are definitely um, regulations that we have to follow. But, uh, you know, I've, I've been to Four Roses under a few different stores and I'm I've been allowed. I've been, I've been, uh, thankful to have good relationship ships in this area that, uh, you know, I'm always looking for four roses. I'm always looking for Russell's. I'm looking for a lot of things and like a store for a store to brought for me to tell a store that a barrel sold there. I mean, that's great. You know, sometimes yeah. barrels sit, I mean, not four roses, not certain, but some barrel, you know, sit for a year, year and a half. And when I can say it's going to sold and it, people are going to be up there in two weeks and three weeks out, out the door. Okay. So yeah. how do I sign up? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, that, that's the great thing about um, being in a kind of a small community like Rochester, New York is the fact that, um, you know, when I first started this, all I heard was bad news. You know, why is Jeff doing this? This is, he's totally fucking our, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I've heard it all. I've heard it all. You know, you could be nice to me. You could be, you know, thankful what I was doing, but you could also hate me. Mm-hmm. Look, I went to one store. They agree. And these are store owners that I'm hearing this from. So it's just like, come to me, man. I'll do a pick with you. Like, right. I'll, I'm not, I'm not tooting my horn, but if you want to, if you want to sell a barrel, just, just say, Hey, how, how can we get joined the fun? Because it was all a fun. It was fun and games. And now it's actually kind of serious because it's my profession now. Yeah. So, which is I'm, I'm allowed, which is our store has allowed me to approach other stores on certain picks that we can only get, only can get one of. So it's just like, I want to make everybody happy. I want it. And I've never been one to talk bad about really anybody. Um, I hear a lot of bad things talked about me, even people in the group that are part of other stores, which is, it's crazy to me what, you know, I'm trying to do a great thing for a community and, and all I just get was backlash, but it is what it is. You know, that's, that's the way it is. But I mean, think about it. I mean, you're, you know, I mean, I don't know, are you, are barrels that you're picking, could they have potentially wound up in someone else's hands? Maybe, but the chances that they were going to do that, I, that they were going to wind up in someone else's hands is probably, it, it's probably a slim chance that that happens. I mean, eventually they're going to get incorporated into uh, whatever blend they're running, right? I mean, unless it's like well, a I true mean, single barrel. So. It, 
Well, I mean, it all depends. I mean, when you're working with single barrels, it's look any store can depending on volume of what they're doing on the shelf stuff and other other um, other ways to get picks. But you know, like Smoke Wagon, I think there's two uh, in Upstate. We got one of them, and there's one in Syracuse that got one. Other people uh, just kind of get one. Four well, roses. Four so roses is super tough. Let, let's talk about this smoke wagon for yeah. a second because yeah. so it just got released in Georgia in like December the first ish, right? Somewhere around there. Uh, and I, I did pick up a bottle, extremely reasonable. I think it was like, I don't maybe $34 or something, give or take. So you have a small batch, the one in front of you? Uh, let me see which one it is. This is yeah. a straight bourbon whiskey. Uh, what does it say? By Bama's Morendum. Establish uh, that ain't it. It's a it's a blend. I think it's what is it like ninety proof or a hundred proof? Yeah, I'm looking to see on here. You know, I can't believe they don't. Uh, ninety two point five. Yeah. I've actually never had that one to be honest. Yeah, ninety two. Well, I'll send you a sample. I mean, it's it's damn tasty. And I mean, when it was thirty four dollars, I'm like shit. Uh, there's a great store up the street that's uh, not my usual store. It's a different one that I uh, stopped at. I was just driving by, but. It was uh, exceptionally good, but so with your pick, um, so I I don't know. Do you know what the makeup of this is? No, so it's a eight year MGP. Um, I don't know what. So Aaron, that uh, runs Smoke Wagon, I don't know his process, but I think they only keep these barrels in uh, Las Vegas for only like a month or two before they're bottled. He orders them up from MGP. I could be. I'm. I'm this is just me. Uh, yeah, yeah, because I don't, I don't know, but I think this is it. Um, he only, he's in my opinion, the one that's done, uh, the best and being honest with MGP. Cause he bought new distillate, waited, 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 and he just killed it real quick. Yeah. Um, I think he was, then I think he bought a bunch of, uh, new make or sorry, six year, which this is an eight year hmm. and then sat on that. Um, but he you only get, lets it sit. He only get a lot of rye notes on this. I do. I'm getting, I'm, I'm getting some, uh, I mean, even on the, I'm getting it kind of like a honey, like a honey mint on yep. the nose. Yep. And then the finish on this is like really good. I mean, it's, it, I would say this is a nice long finish. Um, I mean, it's not, I wouldn't say it's a burn. I would say it just kind of keeps opening up, you know, as, as it sits so in your mouth. It's 113, 113, four. And, uh, the profile, I would, <clears throat> the profile, I, I always look or look for it as something well balanced, long finish, and I don't mind something unique at all. Like yeah. I'll go out on whim. I'll go out on whim and go do something crazy if I had to. Um, we only were allowed a certain amount of samples on this, mm -hmm. so it was tough to compare. Um, the, um, but this was, uh, you know, if you have a smoke wagon pick. It's pretty cool, in my opinion. Um, a lot of people are trying to get them that can't. Yeah. Yep. Um, the glass that they do is 100% handmade. Oh wow. Um, mm. They put a lot, a lot in their packaging. Um, yeah, I mean this. This is one that you, would, which I wouldn't imagine. I mean, I don't know them personally, but I wouldn't imagine that if you, as, to your point, as long as you're not covering up, you know, their uh, their expression of their bottle. I wouldn't think that these are folks that would get pissed off that you do something. I know. God, that's a good bottle. <laughs> yeah. So that's a bottle. Um, a little different. 
Um, it's pretty cool. That's for sure. But, uh, no, I think it's an easy drinker <clears throat> at eight years. Um, it was a hundred dollar bottle. Um, you know, there's other store. I mean, I see secondary going for like two fifty on this thing at Damn. eight years. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I thought, I thought it was really smooth and, you know, one of my buddies actually did not like it. And I was like, what are you talking about? And, yeah, uh, I, I could, I could go through that uh, pretty easily. And it I mean, that's the great thing about our group is anything that is open or people want to sell back to the group, it's for cost. You know, I, I did that. I made that rule just because no one needs to make money off this stuff in our group. If they want to sell it, the only rule is they can't flip four roses, anything else don't really care about. But um, with this stuff, you know, he posted it. Some local guy was like, yeah, I'll take that for that price. All right. I'll pick it up tomorrow. Like I love it. So that's a, that's a good thing about having kind of a local base group um, sure. and community that, and I always try to incorporate as many people. I actually have a pick tonight, which is funny. Well, that's cool. Um, and uh, so we're, we'll do it in my garage, you know, seven people and, try to get as many people as possible that can join in on these things. So how do you, is it like, is it a lottery? Is it, Hey, whoever can, can make it. I mean, how do you, how do you decide who's picking? Well, I just post it on my group and say, Hey, Tuesday at seven 30, who wants to, you know, up to six people who wants to partake in a tonight, we're doing a single malt um, out of Oregon called Westward. Um, but last week I was at Taconic and Hill Rock and, uh, I said, Hey, who wants to go travel four and a half hours and stay overnight and came back with six barrels. Damn. We, we definitely gotta get, uh, gotta get in on this, man. That sounds like fun. Yeah. We had, uh, <laughs> who do we have on a couple weeks ago, Dan, uh, we had the folks from uh, black button on black button distilling. Yep. Yeah, they're local. Yeah. 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 Nice people. Nice people. Yep. Int- yeah. Interesting story behind uh, what they're doing over there. Jason, mm-hmm. who, who, yeah. Jason, was he the only one on or was yeah. other mm-hmm. people? It was just him. Yeah, no, no, just, just, just Jason. Yeah. We had a great, uh, great chat and sip through some bourbon. So yeah, it was a good, good time. Yeah. Great dude. Nice. nice. So, so I'm, I'm uh, advancing to the four roses. Yep. So, uh, you know, there's a lot of people in the group, uh, that say, think this is the best pick we've done out of four roses. Oh, wow. I know it's tough. Um, depends on your recipe um you know we picked the oesos we picked the obsos this was an oesf high high proof um you know everybody's looking for that tier six which is funny to me um you know tier six four roses are going for crazy bonker money um we have a four roses coming out next month the usain bolt and it's uh first tier but it i mean I'll put it up against a lot of things, to be nice. honest. Um, it's all about recipe and proof and what you like uh, with Four Roses. I can say that I've been there seven, or sorry, six of the eight picks we've done. Right. 100% blind, and uh, we've all picked, uh, I mean, out of the eight recipes we have, they're all different, which is crazy. No, that's all cool. Really? all blind. So we're missing two out of the vertical, which is cool. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Th- so, you know, I, I wouldn't, um, 
I mean, two completely different bourbons in uh, on the nose, on the palate. Um, I th- I'm going to hit it again, but I, I think the smoke wagon, just the first sip, I think smoke wagon, I had a little bit of a longer finish. I think the four roses is a little bit of a, a stronger finish. I, I, I'm going to taste it again. So I, I, I got to see, but yeah, but, but just my immediate reaction was the nose is bolder. Uh, it's definitely the viscosity of this thing. It's like, it's, I mean, I'm, I, it went like, the, the smoke wagon was good and I got a good mouth coat. This four roses for me, it's like oil. Like I'm just like, I'm salivating all oh over boy. myself on this thing, man. <laughs> Here we go. I mean, it is, it is, I mean, it's, it's rich, it's deep. There's uh, a lot the of, fin- cool- the, the, I would say the finish is, um, just, I mean, let's see what the year is. This is a uh, 12 year, five months. So it's an older four roses pick too. Um, it was sitting on the fourth tier. And uh, 124 six is the proof. Mm. I'm, I'm getting it. Uh, I'm, get getting it. it. I mean, I'm getting it. You now. Get I'm chair, getting it now. Chair. I mean, you know when you're drinking four roses, and this is yeah. what I what my opinion is. This is four roses. You get, you know, cherries on the back end. I mean, you get a lot of. Yeah, th- this is almost cheer wine on the finish. It's, yeah, it, it's hitting me now on this thing. And it's like more, it's like deeper and deeper. I mean, it's, I'm not getting cherries. I'm getting like cherry syrup. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. This thing is, uh, it's really tasty. Yeah. I mean, on the, on the nose, like that's one, that's what a lot of people ask me is like, <clears throat> I'm not the one to give out the perfect notes. Like I know what I like through taste. Yeah. Um, when you start asking me notes, it's just like, uh, yeah, I get this. I get that. I mean, they're, I'm, I'm getting better, but my, I mean, my palate, I know what I like is the thing. I know what I like. And you know, a lot of the times what I like is not what we pick, to be honest. I mean, sometimes, you know, I would say majority probably is I persuade that way, but, um, recently two weeks ago, we we're at a pick and it wasn't my favorite. And majority like when you have five guys but i, I started to, i started to believe in that I, I was like i get it i know why you guys like it, it yeah know. believe in the process right if it exactly. works and it's consistent and it's consistently consistent if that's i don't know if i could put those two together but no i mean you're not you're not you're not thinking about yourself when you have a group you're thinking about the others even though i might put my stamp of approval which can mean nothing. Um, <laughs> other people are going to, other group members are going to believe in you. You know, we have a hundred people out of state, so it's just like, they yeah. can't come here. I believe in what you pick. And I don't think we've let any, and as a group, I don't think we've let anybody down. There's, you know, I've heard of, I didn't like the Sherry bomb. Well, yeah, it was Sherry. You know, if you don't like Sherry, why'd you get in it? Like, right. like well, things like that. Yeah. I mean, this too, it's kind of like, uh, just, just in thinking about it, right. It's kind of like a golf swing. I mean, it's, it's repetitions, but I mean, seriously, right. I mean, if you go through, if you, if you're, if it's, if you're completing the reps and you're completing them in the right way, then you just keep it. It's, it, it's repetitive in, in a sense. And you just have to, uh, you know, it's muscle memory, I guess in yeah. this case, it's uh, it's sensory memory, but again, I mean, it kind of ties directly back into, you know, what happens in the game of golf. I mean, once you figure out the right way to do it, right. And then you just, you, it, it, you move through the motion. 
Yeah, I don't like Jim Furyk swing. I don't like Matt Wolf swing, but <laughs> hell, they uh, hey. they get it done, and we we can't all we can't all have a swing like Adam Scott. But oh, oh my no. God, why did you bring that up? Now you've ruined the evening. This is going to go on for three hours now. <laughs> <That's fine>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, God, if I was ever going to be in love with a man, oh my gosh, would definitely be Adam Scott. I mean, that guy just—I uh, mean—and to see him in person. And to see, like, it's, you know what, I it, it's like, I want to look at Ernie L's in that sense, because Ernie L's, like, they call him the Big Easy for a reason. And that swing just looks, it's so just fluid and effortless. But I look at Ernie L's and I'm like, eh. But then when Adam Scott gets up there and does it, I'm like, oh. Oh, boy. <laughs> no, I mean, but then you have Rory, who, in my opinion, has the most talent out of anybody, even when Tiger in his front. I mean, Rory is. Yeah. Mm. I mean, Rory's stupid good. Yeah, it's all, it's all, hey, all Rory is in his head. It's, all man. That, it's that putter, man. It it's, is a putter. It is. Even it, even though even though people say, you know, you got to make putts first. You got to hit in the fairway. I mean, Tiger Tiger saw how bad. I mean, not how bad, but how rough it was coming out of the rough. But he made putts. I mean, yep. Tiger made putts. Rory can hit it wherever, like, but he just can't make the putts right now but, but I, don't, I don't think he ca- i don't think he cares I, and and i don't i don't mean that he doesn't care i just mean if you think about tiger in his day like tiger was distance from everybody except for his little bubble like tiger tiger created the covid golf bubble before there was ever a damn covid around <laughs> i mean i mean but think about it i mean no shit man i mean tiger was in a bubble and tiger no. was focused on one thing and that was winning majors and what happened and what went wrong we don't need to get into that 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 puts us x-rated but we can if we want to but i mean but that's when shit started going sideways is you know he became he became bigger than life and yeah i mean yeah i i agree with that um you know it's um the game is mental that's for sure um i think honestly i think rory tries too hard maybe on putting um I, I, I don't know. I don't know what is with him. He just can't make. He can't make the putts. The, and look at Tiger now. He can't make them either. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's who knows. That's why we play this. That's why we. That's why. So when my dad, he was a non-golfer. My brother got me into golf. He's seven years older than I am. My dad couldn't even fucking hit a golf ball right now. Um, <laughs> He's caddied for me numerous times because I, I love the guy to death. He has no clue what the hell's going on with golf. I'm just carry the clubs. Just carry them. Don't, we can talk about whatever, just carry them. We'll have a good conversation, but, um, it's all mental. It's, it is, it is crazy to me when you step out of, off a golf course, how many times you guys probably both play. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, how many times have you said, I left nothing out there. I hit every ball exactly how I want to. And I'm content today. I don't know if this is a trick question, but I've never said that shit. Exactly. (laughs) That's why, that's why we go out the next day and play golf again. Cause we want to try to have that moment. I mean, I've shot some pretty decent scores in my day and even my lowest round. I said, damn, I left two out there. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. And, that's why we play this dumb game because it's just like, I want to beat it. I want to beat it. I want to, I want to beat the course record at that course. And I don't know. 
it's just it, i mean it's a it's a great game um i i actually enjoy following golf right now more than any sport even though i'm a huge college basketball and football Mm -hmm. i just can't get into the other i just literally just can't get into sports right now besides golf i'll watch it and because well but you know what to me so i'm i'm 100 percent with you and i feel like golf is still real I mean, even though the other sports, they're real and they're really playing them and all that shit. But I feel like golf fundamentally, especially right now, I think that it's taking us back. But big sip, big sip. Uh, but but I feel like golf has kind of taken us back to the, the, the fundamentals of of what, you know, like the gen- and we can say the gentleman's game. I think that that's a term that probably needs to change. Really, all the gentleman's game means is we're going to follow the rules. And, and, but, but really, you know, and fundamentally, I think that they, the way they approached it and the way they took the chance and they came back, I mean, I, I think it was really solid in the execution and the discipline that all of those people have on the PGA tour to actually execute it and execute it successfully. And, and I, I think that like as a, as a professional athlete, it's like, well, shit, I like to play golf. I want to go do that. And it's like, yeah, but, but the, 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 uh, not professionalism, but I'll, I'll say, I'll use the word discipline again, that you have to have to maintain when we're talking about a guy that, Hey, he's still making, you know, tens of millions of dollars a year, be it on course or in endorsements. And, and you can just start rattling off names, but the discipline that you have to maintain and go to the driving range one day and just hit balls. And then think about the pressure that you have when you step onto uh, that platform of shit, I have to actually play really well, or I'm going to lose my job. Oh yeah. hundred percent. Like that's, that's the thing. Like I've had a few friends that, uh, you know, one stroke away from getting on the PGA tour in Q school. Um, But that's why I, I always appreciate golf and tennis because you get paid how you perform. Look, I'm a Lions fan. They suck. Uh, uh, I'm a Fal- I'm a Falcons fan, so I'm in the same boat. But yeah, well, when you're zero and sixteen, you should get you should get maybe a hundred thousand. Like that. The the crazy thing with sports, and I won't get too much involved with it, but it's just how much money these guys are making. Man, making but golf, it's like golf. It's all about, yeah, you're getting good. Pretty deep. I mean, they've the club deals and all that have endorsements. And uh, I mean, there's some sponsorships that are going crazy on guys, but uh, as far as the club deals, you know, they've dropped, but it's, I mean, if you don't play well, I mean, you you're, have, not, get, you, you're you, not getting paid, man. Well, you have I, to, you have to make, I think, I think it's just over a million now just to keep your card basically. Well, look who's uh, not getting invited. I mean, I would say, I would say to, in today, today, the most, uh, what sponsored advertised, I don't know, whatever you want to call it player. He ain't making it to the masters in April. Well, he could, but he hasn't made it yet. Yes. Okay. Well, he's, he's got to win a tournament. If he doesn't win a tournament, he potentially doesn't make it to the masters and he's probably one of the, I mean, he's on more commercials than any other golfer than you see right now. All right. Yeah. And, you know, and, and I hope he gets, yeah, I hope he writes the ship and gets, get things pulled back together. But I mean, to your point, I mean, it is like you, you have to win and you can blame your coach. You can blame your cat. You can blame whoever you want, but at the en- end of the day, there's only one person hitting that damn golf ball. Yeah. I mean, that's, what's crazy is like people want to say, you know, golf's not a sport blah 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 but man mentally what's more challenging than 
figuring out under pressure, look, yeah, the Masters wasn't the same. The U.S. Open wasn't the same. I kind of wish we had a Ryder Cup in the U.S. because I would have loved not hearing our stupid fans like saying <laughs> Baba Booyah. Like, like, I just, I don't know, I'm old school when it comes to golf. I just don't like that stuff. And it's always nice to hear non-drunks like, I don't know. I've been there before, but like, yeah. it's just, it's a gentleman's game. I, I, I like listening and watching golf and not hearing someone yell Ooh, mashed potatoes. So hold on. So you got a hoodie on, are you a hoodie or no hoodie on the golf course? Uh, I don't know. We'll see next year. I mean, I mean, I have my hoodie cause it represents yeah. our, I see it's but, very cool. Uh, logo, yeah, man. Very cool. Logo. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh hoodie, I don't know. I kind of dig it actually. I kind of do. I, I don't have any issues with it. I think that, I mean, shit, if it's cold, it's keeping me warm. I, whether I got I mean, it on or off, I mean, shit, man, yeah, I'm, it's cold, you know? I mean, I live in Rochester, New York, so you know, <laughs> even if it's under 50, I'm not golfing. So at 52, I need a hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Nice. Hold on. One, one more, nice. one more. So music on the course. Yes or no. Uh, well, it depends. I mean, I don't mind it. I really don't mind it. Okay. But uh, one of my good friends plays fish and um, I'm more, I'm more of the hip hop EDM type of guy Mm -hmm. and my buddy plays fish and I swear on hole one and in hole 17, I just listened to the whole track, the same fucking song, whole one to whole seventeen. That's a good point. And I bust his balls. I bust so it's, his balls so, all so the, the type of music, the type of music you you may That's you may funny. want to change, but you don't mind music yeah. in general. No, I don't. I don't mind it. And the fact that I was like, dude, this guy hasn't saying any and not one word in seventeen holes. Is this like a remix? I was like, I'm just like, oh my god. It's like I didn't. I didn't know. Uh, I didn't know Spotify skipped, but you need to hit the <laughs> no. button because it keeps skipping. So uh, true. A, I mean, he, he's a huge fish guy and um, he's a good dude, but it's, we, I always rip on him because we play in a, a couple of uh, events together. He's like, time for the fish or Dave Matthews. And he's like, oh, time for fish. I'm like, Oh God, <laughs> there we go. So, so All the right. next time you need to show up with your speaker first and, oh. and it, oh, he, he'll just play it over you. He doesn't give a shit. No, no, he, he, he was giving me, you know, like Spotify came up with that, like thing recently, like your top artist for 2020. And yep. I post, I shared mine to my Instagram. He's like, Oh yeah you listen to that electronic bullshit and I, you give me a hard time for listening to fish. I'm like, yeah, mine has actually have a beat to it. Like I can get down with it. Not yours. That's funny. <laughs> All right. So, so hold on. Uh, so so we, we, we've got big news, big news coming from Rochester, yeah. New York, elite barrel pickers. So um, this is not, this is not it. But, uh, no, it's so, not it, but we do have good news. And I was excited to see, cause most people, they see the name and it's birdies and bourbon. And it's like, well, it would have been weird if we, if we would have called it like birdies and alcohol, it'd have been like, well, that's fucking dumb. Or if we would have said like birdies and spirits, they'd have been like, I don't know. What are they like uh ghost people or something? So the bourbon thing is just like, it's, it's a placeholder for uh, alcohol and spirits. I was excited cause we didn't really, we traded a couple messages, but we didn't put anything out there 
of like, hey, we want this, this, and this. It's like, hey, here's their name. Here's what we do. And we basically like to drink anything. And But if you send vodka, there's really no reason unless we're making Bloody Marys. So I was excited to see two, uh, two great bourbons come over. And uh, and a rum, because as I showed you earlier, I'm a big fan yeah. of Cub- Cuban rum. Uh, so let's uh, I don't, you, I'll hand it back over to you. Yeah, so so uh, I don't even know how long ago this was, but uh, we got introduced by an independent rum bottler, um, Holmes K. And um, he we really wanted to try to figure out because um, I was trying to work on my own label at the time. And matter of fact, he had great rum. So he gave us a four square, uh, with four square. It's normally blends, uh, with that, with him, he was able to get private barrel selections of four square. So when he, he was literally just starting out. So when I told him, I said, look, I run a barrel group. I want, I want a rum. He's like, well, let me, let me figure it out next few months. I'll send you some samples. So he sent us the samples and I was like, holy shit, <laughs> this is, and I had five guys around my bar all, you know, that's one thing I put out in my group is like, are you a rum guru? Or are you, a, you know, I want those people to come, no offense to other people that want to try it, but I like the people that have passions about certain spirits. Sure. Yeah. So we tried it and we're like, wow. And then three months later we got it bottled and, um, there was another one cast six was a 2005 Belize. Um, this was cast five, um, oh. pirates of the Caribbean, a uh, little, look. and, yeah, nice. um, and it's, I mean, you tell me what you think. Um, I'm not going to put more in, uh, into your head, but, uh, well, yeah. So, so let me a, tell it, you, it said, hold the bottle back up. Was it Holmes key? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Holmes key and it's, it's a Belize rum. Um, you know, here's, here's what I would say is, uh, if you're, you know, cause, uh, if, if you're not, I think if you're, if you're exclusively a bourbon drinker or if you're exclusively uh, a, a whiskey drinker and you're like, Hey, I don't, maybe I, you don't like the sweeter stuff and you like rise and you go over to, uh, you know, I, I like a rye whiskey and I'll hit some Irish stuff. And, uh, but I like scotch and I don't like the peat. I mean, this is actually, it, it, it's really interesting. The first thing that hits my nose is totally it's smoke, 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 smoke. Um, and, and it's not, I, it's not overly peaty like a, um, uh, like, like, like candy, a, candy smoke. It, it's, I mean, so it, it's definitely like it's, it's smoked molasses. It's like, if you left the molasses a little too, and I don't know what style Foursquare or what uh, Holmes key is. So, that, uh, so he's an independent bottler. So he has, so, so we, this is Belize. And then we just came out with this week was uh, a Jamaican money musk rum. Oh, nice. Mm, nice. Which is, so that's, this was straight funk Jamaican, like funk. This is so. In my opinion, the the Belize is more of a bourbon drinker's rum. Okay. So so th- and that's what we're having right now, right? The Holmes correct, Key, correct? And, and is so, this so, with, so they're both this, Holmes Key, but they're this. He did a Belize run, and and this, in my opinion, the one you're tasting right now is a bourbon drinker's rum. Yeah, I I, I would agree. Are they using molasses or cane sugar? You know, um, I believe molasses. Yeah. Okay. 
And, and, and I mean, it's not to say that one's better than the other, but I mean, when you get into, you know, the molasses versus the cane sugar, I tend to find the cane sugar to be a little less smoky, um, a little less dark. Uh, I'm not, I, I, actually, I, I have no idea, actually. I just know they're not adding anything to it. Yeah, and I don't know if you can actually see between the two. Yeah, I see it. Uh, the color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty similar. So this is an eleven year that I'm holding up. Not what what not what I'm drinking. Not the Holmes key, but I mean, but still, even so, you know, I I mean, I think there's something. But there, like, there's a smokiness in here that is damn good. Like I'm I'm uh, you're getting you're you're getting a message uh, if you got any left over. Uh, I definitely. I think I have one left. It's. And that was the thing is, so when we, and this is crazy. So our first rum, this was our first rum. Now we've picked one. We, we just pick our, we just got confirmation today on a sixth. So this is our first rum. Our second one came out this week. Our first rum, he was like, well, how many bottles do you think you can sell? And I said, 50, maybe, I don't know. I 51, really don't know. 52. I don't know. <laughs> and uh, he sent me samples and we ended up selling 252. Oh, wow. oh shit. We, we sold out of the barrel. Yeah. Um, I didn't know what it was going to, I didn't know sell like hotcakes after, you know, that's the tough thing with, uh, when you're dealing with, um, I have an arm yet coming in, uh, oh, February, God. 1992 <laughs> lay, lay in cantata. Um, it's going to be yeah. pretty money. It's really good. And then, um, that's the thing is like, I, I try to get samples for as many people as I can to sample. I mean, behind my bar, I literally have probably like 12 samples for next year and, um, and I'll pour it for you. You can try it. If you like it, great. If you don't, okay, let's move on to the next one. Um, I just try to, I try to, if you're not there on the pick, I try to build an experience. If you're not in it, if you can come over here during COVID or I'll pour it in the garage or, yeah, yeah, sure. I'll give you, I'll give you a Boston round, whatever. Um, I'm trying to do my best to have everybody uh, taste. Because um, the last thing I want you to do is buy a bottle and uh, you think this is a drain pour or something. But you know, yeah. luckily, I don't, luckily, <laughs> I don't think that's been there yet. Listen, you, you couldn't pour this rum down the drain because it wouldn't actually go down the drain. I mean, this thing is like so oily Dude, it, and this, this this pick is fucking good I don't, I, mean, I, yeah, I, don't, I don't know if you can see the legs on that you probably can't for the shadow but i mean this thing is like this is so crazy and so and here's the uh, so for people that drink bourbon and then you know it's like well every now and then i'll take some maybe some rye or whatever and 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 you shy away from spirits like rum um that i mean that that's i think to me to me rum is a great way to it to help expand your bourbon palate and, and i don't know if you feel the same way so if like you're picking stuff and, and you wouldn't go and taste a rum and then go taste a bourbon and compare the two if you were doing a, a pick but if you're like hey i want to try to to, to maybe self-educate on how do i get a little bit better at uh at my nose or at my uh, you know on the palate or on the finish i think rum is a great way to do that now don't go get the bacardi 151 off the shelf that ain't gonna that, no. that's not that's not the right way to go but but you know go talk to your uh go talk to your the, the folks at your liquor store if you got a good one and ask them like hey what's a good sipping rum and i mean like this thing is like i don't know what i would 
I don't know why I would mix this with something other than if I was just experimenting, but it would be like one and done. And I ain't mixing this with shit, man. This is like straight <laughs> no, uh, neat all day. <laughs> so it's funny because, uh, <clears throat> I would say, I mean, I only know one really, really hardcore run person, which is in our group. Um, and she, uh, she had nothing to do with this pick, but, uh, the, the money Musk, uh, homes cage Jamaican, um, she was over, you know, we had, I think six different rums we were tasting. Um, she's like, or sorry, we had five, we had five rums. She guessed exactly. She knew exactly what we were tasting. She didn't know the years. She guessed the years and, and which one was which wow. I mean, it really? was the most impressive thing. She, hate to tutor her because she knows she knows a shit ton of everything <laughs> but um when she found out um that we were doing the 05 valise and she got her hands on it she goes that could be that's still one of my top it's my top valise rum i have i mean she has two three four hundred bottles i think wow um and she is um uh, a lot of the reason why um and March or April next year will be the second uh, U.S. drop of Foursquare uh, exclusive. I think they call it the Foursquare exclusive series or something. Yeah, we Look agreed at this. to. We've yeah. got good. We've got big news yeah. coming on the show, news, man. Big news, man. Big news. Eighteen hundred bottle commitment, and um, you know, Total Wine was the first, and uh, us in Rochester. Can you say 1799 bottle commitment? No, I'm sure I can sell, say 1750, you want 50. <laughs> no, no, but uh, no, usually, usually they do uh, 600 cases. And uh, um, the fact that um, this, uh, our rum guru was able to pull some strings. She knows, uh, she knows the Foursquare uh, owner pretty well. Cool. Uh, Holy we're, shit, we're, that is we're, good, man. I'm, just, I'm, I'm still tasting it. That, that is so good. We were able to, uh, you know, it's going to be a blend, of course, because Foursquare is all about blends yep. with their releases. And, uh, you know, to, to have a store to, you know, to have a store to back you on such a big commitment of, I mean, we're just in Rochester, New York. I mean, we're not a total wine. We're not but to have a store to back you is uh it speaks wonders to be honest is that, is that the um, biggest drop you've ever had i mean i mean a lot of people reached out to me today because i just dropped it the news i had to call at one one o'clock to confirm it today and they're like how is this big i was like dude was like in the rum world you know when fred minnick said it's the pappy of rums i was like i hate to say it but this is like pappy in a barrel Mm. be honest they're like well really i was like honest i mean no not really but to the exclusivity of you're the sixth pick to do it uh worldwide with four i believe in the uk and one in the states and we're the sixth i mean come on we're a little ass group and that's cool, man. That's I mean, real good. It, it was, it was cool. It was cool to talk to about it. Cool to talk logistics and, you know, kind of next steps and everything. It's everybody's like, Oh, that tasting process is going to be awesome. Well, it's a little different than the average tasting process. It's, you know, it's a blend. So, you know, we can only have much, have much feedback or input as we want. Um, yeah. 
you know, we can give probably our suggestions, but at the end of the day, we don't know what barrels they have to blend. So, uh, no, it's, 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 I mean, we're a bourbon group, but, uh, to drop this type of, uh, release, uh, it's, it's pretty cool. Um, I didn't know the rum community, um, until yesterday and today, and I assume I'm going to get so many DMS about this in the coming weeks, which, uh, Look, you know, when I posted on, on the group today and seemed like, I mean, like I had like 90 or hundred comments, like, are you serious? Like, this is awesome. Like mm-hmm. I want, I want a six pack. I want a case. I'm like, <laughs> well, there's enough for everybody. So it's, uh, it's cool. Like I like to be different. Um, you know, we are a bourbon group. I'm going to, we, uh, <clears throat> we're going to work on our own gin in the summer. Oh, cool. Um, so there's, there's a lot of, I want to be unique. I want to be known as, you know, we, we don't, we're just, you know, when you taste our picks, I hope you see that they are a little different than the regular expression that you're trying with uh, either four roses or other private picks, because I don't want to do something. Yeah. Even though it's, you know, I'm not knocking anybody other groups cause there's plenty of good groups out there, but um, I want to be unique and, and just not by the sticker, the, the stuff inside means more than well the the stickers the stickers cool that's like a bone it's like cracker jacks right it's like well it, it's cool that i get the tattoo that i can put on but really i want the damn i want the damn cracker jacks right if if i get a sure. box if i get a box with just the tattoo in it like I, i'll send it back to you but if i get the cracker jacks and i get the tattoo i mean that's like an added bonus you know i mean that, no I, mean, I wish i wish all groups ran that way but uh you know can't really say that uh with a straight face with a lot of the groups out there but uh you know i'm, I'm boys with a lot of the groups uh you know being at a store now i'm going to try to help them out cool um <clears throat> we have we we have something we're working on uh with a independent bottler in new jersey that uh, we kind of came up with our own uh, ttb label that we can actually sell in our store um based on uh oh, can you drop the name of your store by the way is that appropriate yeah, I mean it's Hoffman's Discount Liquor and Wine. Okay, Victor, Victor, New York. Um, yeah, and like I said, <clears throat> I'm not subject to that. I mean, you know, ninety ninety eight percent of the stuff I'll do, but you know, a lot of the stores that I've done stuff with locally, I'm happy. I mean, that's the cool thing that with my relationship and uh, with the owner is, look, group, let's make some money. Um, let's charge retail, um, and other groups out there. I mean, other stores that they approach you and you want a four roses. Why not? I mean, you want another Russell's why not? I mean, we can only get one. So why, yeah. <clears throat> why? I mean, it's a community here in my opinion. Um, <clears throat> there's a lot of liquor stores in this area, like I'm sure a lot of areas and, uh, we want to, uh, we want to, uh, I try to spread the wealth as much as possible. I mean, I think well, there's th- once there, there's plenty of drinkers, um, and there's, there's plenty of juice out there. It's, you know, to be, uh, to be selfish about it or uh, malicious, maybe too strong of a word, but, but to just go down a road of where you're, 
you know, gouging people. And, and really at that point, I think with some of these folks, all you're doing is buying advertisement. When you walk in and you see the Wellers and the Pappies and they're, you know, 300, 700, 1,000, depending on whatever bottle it is, it's like that, that's advertisement to get someone else in your store. And those are the stores that I don't go back into because it's like those bottles weren't made to sit on the shelf. I mean, they were made to, to, to be drank. Right. And, 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 to, and I mean, you opened up the show with this is, you know, stop chasing. It, it's I can't call it shit because it's not shit. It's good liquor. But but there's no reason to there's have better to, things out there. <laughs> well, th- there's and and, you know, you mentioned you got a lot. I mean, I got a lot of shit sitting on the shelf back here. And, you know, there's things that I'm like, eh, I'm not going to drink that one so fast. I'm going to let it sit back there a little while, whatever. But, you know, there's stuff out there that's um, that's equally as good. And, uh, you know, I mean, all these brands and labels, I mean, they came up with this uh, stigma of, oh, my God, how can I find the unicorn? Because people started hunting it. Well, shit, man. Hey, I mean, hold, hold up a sticker. <laughs> I mean, it, it's not about the sticker, but I mean, hold up a bottle. And I mean, this this has no sticker. It's a Sherlock's pick. You ain't getting any more of this shit. It's sold out. Right. So, I mean, and it's damn good. I, well, actually, I'm tasting the smoke wagon now. Uh, I should, no, I should, but yeah, I mean, I, I totally, I totally, I totally, uh, 100% agree with you. Um, there are so much better things out there. Um, I'm in a, I'm in a group, you know, when COVID wasn't around, I'm in a, a group every other Tuesday where we blind taste and then, or we taste. And then when we go home, we take a couple of sample things, um, sample boss rounds with a number on it. We have no idea what the hell we're tasting. There's times where people will get stagged, you know, Pappy 15, um, four roses, single barrel, uh, all this other shit. And it's crazy to me that, you know, we have to give a review, kind of do our palate, you know, what yeah. do we get, blah, blah, blah. And then we rate it out of 10. There's so many times where that stuff gets six, five, right. seven. It's just like. And it's sitting on the shelf for like three or $400. And I mean, it's all about, I mean, it's a head game, you know, yeah. don't get me wrong. I mean, I have a lot of bottles I like, and if I blind them against other things, I'm sure they wouldn't perform to that level. Um, but that's why I started the, the group because I think there's better things out there. Um, make it a better experience for, uh, individuals in the group and, uh, let's have fun. You know, let's, let's put some wax on it. Let's get creative. Um, you know, our prices are legit. I've been told I need to up my prices, but you know, at the end of the day, I'll keep them where they're at with, you know, now that I'm with it, now we're at the store, we'll, you know, keep on the, the, you know, now we can do more picks. Um, but, hey, price point wise, uh, not price point, excuse me. But, um, as far as your barrel pick versus the, uh, off the shelf, um, as much as I thought I liked this smoke wagon off the shelf, yeah, you will you fuck me on that one. <laughs> so, so, now, so now I'm like, well, now, now I got to drink this damn swell. No, no, no. I mean, respect, yeah, yeah, respectfully. Yeah. But I mean, the, your, um, you know, your single barrel pick of the smoke wagon was, uh, was definitely, um, uh, it has a, a lot more going on to it. A, it a, com- a, a completely different experience. It's a be- yeah. it's a better experience. But I'll yeah. uh, I'll see if I can send you guys one. 
you guys are you guys can split it. I don't know. I'm sure you guys you don't live, you know, no, North, just, Carolina, North, North Carolina and Georgia are close, but you guys can split it somehow. We're, we're, yeah, we're all Southern. You know, we'll if you get it, it yeah, if you we'll get it out. to me, I'll make sure he never gets any. It's fine. Exactly. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll, I'll figure something out. Uh, yes. You know, we have, we have several picks coming up. Um, I'll definitely get, hook you guys up with something. Cool. Um, yeah. Um, well, hold on. Let, let me get, uh, I'm going to sip on this four roses a little bit because th- now these are, so you got a pick and, uh, and this is actually a pick also from a local liquor store. It is not my, my friend's bottle shop, which is my favorite. And I know you probably got to go. So yeah. uh, if you, if you need to jump at any time, just say, Hey, you no. know, I should, um, so, so, I, so you got any good golf stories for us? <laughs> You know, when you were, uh, when you were, when you were out there, not, not you and your buddies getting drunk on the course, but when you're, uh, you're making a run for it, you're playing on the mini tour, you're playing on, uh, I don't know, did you, did you play? Uh, I mean, I always tell the story about my dad, but, um, I'll go back to that because I think I want to end on that because it's a great story. Cool. But, uh, no, I mean, when you're on the NGA Hooters tour, all my boys, um, we're like, Oh, Hooters, Hooters, Hooters. Are the girls out there? I'm like, yeah, it was fine. I mean, it is what it is, but I mean, when you're, when you're playing a nine hole, I turned it like three twenty five or three thirty one one time turned. I'm like, yeah, it's a lot of fun out here. Like I just played a seven hour round of 18 and we couldn't <laughs> even get it in. Um, it was, it was tough out there. Hold um, on. How, how does that even happen? Because you have the Keegan Bradleys out there that look from the, they're twitching and they look from every side of the golf ball that are like, yeah, it, it's tough. It, it was a grind out there. I mean, I think I'm, I mean, I'm a better player now than I was. I would love to try it again now. Cause I'm definitely better than I was. Um, but, uh, I just learned how to grind better now. Um, yeah. Even though the putts don't fall for me now, like they did last, uh, back in the day, um, uh, it is what it is. But uh, you think you were taking it too serious, and no. like you were you you were on a path back no. in the day. Or, I mean, yeah. I, I think uh, you know when I was playing, um, I wasn't doing right. I was doing it bare minimum because my sponsorship was like basically family friends mm-hmm. to help yeah. me out. Yeah, um, I wasn't able to play in every tournament like all the other guys. Um, I mean, there was a guy by the name of Jeff core. I mean, he did not shoot under, is it under or over? I think he shot 30 under 31, 34, 30. Wow. Four weeks in a row. Wow. That, that is nowhere to be found, but he shot two, three fifty nines in four weeks. It was, it was absolutely absurd. Absurd. I mean, these aren't, these aren't up golf courses. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, for they sure. Weren't, they, they were, I mean, they're challenging. Some of them more challenging than the others, but I mean, to shoot those kind of numbers and not be on the PGA tour, come on. Yeah. Right? Well, no, that, that, that shows you how, how, how finite the line is of making it and not making it right. I mean, it's, so I, I was talking with Bob Burke today. He's a coach up at, um, at heritage golf links. And he was like, uh, you know, do, do you count your putting, do you, you count your putts? And I'm like, well, no, not really, but I know I don't need to, I need to limit my three putts. And he's like, well, you need to start counting your putts every round. And I'm like, well, why do I need to start counting my putts? And he's like, well, how do you think you're going to get better? And I'm like, well, I need to hit the ball better. And he's like, well, don't you hit the ball when you're putting? And I'm like, yes. And he's like, right. So how many fairways did you hit? 
how many greens and regulations did you hit? And how many putts did you make? And he said, uh, and he said, and better yet, just work it backwards, man. He said, start, start with the putter and uh, start keeping track and set a goal for yourself for 2021. And so, so this is a question, Jeff. So as a, um, uh, what do you want to call you? A, uh, amateur. An I'm an amateur now. Semi-professional amateur. What nope. do you want to? I, I have my am, I have my amateur status back. I have a handicap. Okay, so as an amateur golfer, but someone that has played competitive golf, um, what do you think a good goal is for someone to set for putts during a round? Don't three putt. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I shut. I know that. But get. But there, is there a number in particular that you could pull out? Like a if I yeah. get if every, I get every hole. Every hole is part two. Every hole is part I mean, two. I mean, I mean, honestly, in my opinion, there's a lot of too many amateurs. So I have a lot of. I have a few buddies that aren't gifted, like I was gifted, in my opinion. Um, take the driver out of the bag. Hit something in play because nine times out of 10, you can't find that ball. It's in the woods. It dribbled off the tee. Penalty struck. Uh, I mean, there's a reason why the putter is the easiest club to hit in the bag is the shortest. Yeah. So even if you hit a five iron off the tee, even though everybody and their brother wants to hit driver as far as DeChambeau and who knows, whatever. No, that's not how golf's supposed to be played. It's the golf is supposed to be played between the trees, between the stakes hit it and find it. Um, and from how many times, you know, my buddies hit driver off the tee in the woods and I'm just like, and these are like hundred shooters. So it's just like the way to get you to a 90 shooter or 85 is take that claw out of the bag, practice it a different time and keep it between the trees. It, I mean, everybody wants to hit it as far as they can. And <laughs> that's not, that's not how it, I mean, yep. even if I'm a hundred yards shorter than, Look, I'm I'm not the longest guy, um, but you know driving used to be my worst thing. Now it's one of my better things. Now putting's my worst thing. I used mm. to be a great putter. Now it's I can't make putts. Everybody in the in the all my buddies in Rochester just shit on me. You've you been, ta- so you been well. talking to Jordan Spieth? No, no, <laughs> no. But I, I've I my mind is fucked like him because of, with the putting. But uh, mm. it's crazy. I mean. Um, why haven't you won more? Well, you know, it is what it is. Um, it is I'm just as I'm, I'm whiskey now. Um, but, uh, <laughs> that makes golf say, more fun. Exactly. I want to say one story though. Good. This is funny in yeah. my opinion. So, uh, I'm a sophomore. I think I'm a sophomore in college. My dad knows nothing about golf still. And I'm playing in Michigan for the, um, Michigan am qualifier. And I'm on, I think it's whole 16 and I, I'm, I'm one under par and I probably have to stay one under to make it to the Michigan AM and Kalamazoo, Michigan. And there's this huge tree in front of me at 159 pin of this tree is I got to get it up quick. And I looked at my dad and I said, I think I need to hit eight iron here. He goes, son, you see that branch right there? Cause you're going to hit it. And I said, thanks. I said, no, he's like, I was like, give me the eight iron. You see, you see that middle of the tree? You're going to hit it right there. Oh, I was like, give me the eight iron. And like literally right before I hit it, he goes, that's a terrible decision. Oh, man. And I hit it. I cleared the tree, hit it to two inches, 
I fucking gave him the finger. I said, fuck you, carry the bag. And we walked on and made the Michigan M. And to this day, I mean, my dad is, my dad is awesome. It was the most. What's, was, your, what's your dad's name? What's your dad's name? Hal. Hal March. Hal March. Uh, Cheers yeah. to you, sir. No, it you was. Knew, uh, you knew he was going to hit the damn tree. And uh, no, I, I tell, I tell everybody, uh, everybody I talk to about golf. Um, you know, I, I had my dad out here uh, last, was it last year or not this year, but the previous year due to COVID um, I, I qualified for the New York state am and uh, he pushed my cart for, it was a hell of a 54 holes with, or actually 72 holes with all the rain. And I think we had like four rain delays, but the speed cart is getting a little older, so he can't carry the bag. And uh, no, it's, it's always a great opportunity to, uh, does he ever? Up. Does he ever say "fuck you"? You shouldn't do that. <laughs> nah, I don't think so. <laughs> probably in his head. You know, I'm I'm the hellion of the kid. My my brother, you know, probably don't doesn't dare to say that to his father. But you know, I'm the I guess the special child. But uh, no, there's definitely times where uh, my dad has uh, got on my ass for certain things. But I've always been a you know a hard worker at uh, the golf game and even though my dad can't, you know, back in the day he had bifocals and wasn't able to look through a cork bo- or a Coke bottle. Um, you know, it's been a, a pleasure to uh, have him, you know, be a part of, you know, he used to caddy for me a little bit on the NGA Hooters tour a few times. I think I wore him out by the time of uh, all the waiting we had to do. Um, but uh, no, it's always been, a, he's been my, biggest fan besides my brother when it comes to golf. Um, and then when I got into whiskey, he's like, what the fuck is all this? <laughs> <laughs> so, so his dad right. is, is Hal a drinker? No, I mean, I, I had them here. When did, when did they come out? I can't remember. They haven't been out man, probably like six months ago. They were out here and I said, Hey, try this pick. And my mom, she's that one that like, Barely taken. Teetotaler, like, t- t- kind of like, oh yeah, that's horrible. No, but she, she you're, tried you're it. Gonna get, you're like, going to get drunk if you drink that. <laughs> no, she literally, I don't even know if she took a, I don't even know if she got her tongue wet, but she's like, really, you like you like that stuff? I'm like, well, <laughs> I only have 450 bottles, I guess I like it. <laughs> um, no, but it's, uh, you know, they, you know, I talked to him today actually, and um, we, uh, you know, it's, it's, it was tough, you know, my dad's, tired business guy. And when I told him what I was going to do, he's like, what, what's that? Like, you're actually going to do this full time. And I said, yeah, you know, I truly believe I can, you know, I don't know when the bubble is going to burst, but I definitely have backup. You know, I have an idea of what I want to do to keep this, you know, keep this going. Um, because I think, uh, what we have going is, is pretty, pretty solid. So, Very cool. um, yeah, it's, it, it's, it was tough to describe to them um, what I was doing. And even to this day, when people like, what do you do? I'm like, uh, I don't really know. I work at a liquor store and I sell barrels. What do you make? Uh, barrels? Pick barrels? I, pick, I pick, I pick whiskey and bourbon. <laughs> pick damn good barrels and, of whiskey. Uh, you know, I just get lucky. You know, I get lucky that there's good barrels out there for us, but no, it's, uh, it's been, uh, it's been a fun time and hope, uh, you know, I don't see the, the verbal busting, I think what we got, what we have going on with our group is going to last a little bit longer than potentially other groups because we, 
I can work with distributors. I can work with other brands. I don't go direct to a lot of them. So, Hey, we'll see what happens. And, uh, at least I got golf. I got bourbon and we'll go from there. I've I've cycled through, um, uh, the samples. And then I've gone through the closest I could get to what I had in my house. Uh, I can't say that anything is even remotely. Let me get this one. You got to travel all the way to fucking Cuba to get a hold of this one. Watch out for the Castros and that like, whoa, that they send over. Um, yeah. I mean, everything that you pushed over to me, man, was, uh, was fantastic. Dan will get his in a day or two. We'll probably, uh, yeah. he'll, he'll, he'll sip on it and talk about it in the show later, but yeah, well, uh, yeah, I mean, fantastic barrel picks. Uh, we're hoping to get a hold of, uh, we more information and, uh, we got more golf stories to get out of you. Dude. We do. We do. Yeah, no, let's, let's set up another time. We'll talk. Um, I'll send you, um, I'll send you tons of more samples. Um, I, uh, you know, it was kind of a last minute with, I had a lot of stuff this, I mean, last week was probably the craziest week I've had with dropping four releases in one week. Wow, um, yeah. mm-hmm. Four but, releases uh, in one week. Are you kidding me? Yeah. We, we had a lot, a lot of stickering, 930 bottles we stickered. Um, so, uh, you know, we had a single mall. Um, it came out pretty sweet. Um, I mean, I want to create, I want to create a birdies and bourbon sticker and send it to yeah. you and, let's uh, let's, uh, let's, let's, let's get yeah. on. Yeah, let's go. We'll, we'll figure something out golf related and I'll stick your, uh, emblem on something and we'll do it. Very cool. Awesome. But, no, I, uh, I greatly appreciate, uh, you know, it was cool how I got introduced to you guys and, uh, yeah. you know, let's, uh, let's figure out a time to talk this golf this drink bullshit hey let's have it let's, i mean isn't, isn't this all about having a good time mm-hmm. yes sir yeah so hey, jeff before you before you drop before you drop uh so where can people find you how can people find out what's dropping what's uh what's the name of the club you know, give us uh, the info well unfortunately if you search for the club on facebook you'll never find it but uh <laughs> you can uh you can see uh instagram rock NY elite barrel picker or at rock, New York, uh, elite barrel pickers. Um, if you live local, hit me up, Jeff March on Facebook and we'll figure something out. If you, uh, if you're in dire need of the group, maybe I can get my arm twisted and, but no, we, I try to keep it small just because, uh, the exclusivity of it. Yeah. Um, I get a lot of shit by, I mean, Last time I upped it to a hundred, I upped to 110 members. I went through 650 people. Wow. Um, and basically it was, it was basically this person spoke highly of this person vouch for this person. That's how I did it. Um, who knows where we'll be in a year. Uh, I have a lot of releases coming up. Might have to expand. Don't know. Just going on the seat of kind of the seat of my pants, but, uh, can tell you one thing that, uh, we have great bourbon. We have great rum. We have a great Armagnac uh, coming. Um, the Armagnac has not sold out, but um, I want to get my I'm hands excited. on that Armagnac, man. No, it's, it's be I mean, I'll send you. A, I'll send you a sample. I got a. I got a 750 of it here. I'll send you. Um, I just. I don't know. I'm just ecstatic about 2021 for how. Sh- I mean, how great 2020 was in the in our world of bourbon how shitty as it was for um nationally and uh worldwide i'm i'm excited to uh 
get this, uh, get everything moving. Like it was, let's get, let's get uh, more people around the bar and let's enjoy everything together and not virtually. Absolutely. Uh, hold on, hold on. I don't even have enough liquor in there to cheers you. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually going to pour a little as four roses into this, uh, Santiago. <laughs> Eleven años. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.